Going nuts. Going nuts with us. Going nuts. Going nuts. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Glenn Baker. And I'm Gracie the Female Comedian. <laughs> Welcome to Going Nuts with Glenn and Gracie. I don't want to say anything, but it's pretty freaking smoky yeah, right now. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. And um, what are you smoking today? Uh, this is Atomic Apple by the Alien Labs. By Alien Labs, not the Alien Labs. Alien Labs. This is alien weed. You're going to go to outer space right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> and really thanks strong? for joining us, everybody. Um, I hope you had a great weekend. Hope yeah. you're having a great week so far. You like my uh, my shirt, my uh, my sweater? Move this so they can see it says double lettuce. Yeah, there it is. So you, what are you calling? You calling weed lettuce? Is that what it is? Uh, so, well, when when people don't like uh, when they think this is bad, they say, they call it the devil's lettuce. lettuce. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, and it's got a cool. Um, oh yeah, thing look, on get the up, back. get up so they can see the back. All right. How about that? Can they see that? Yes, you can see that. Very nice. Anyways, it's uh, it's Satan. He's smoking weed. <laughs> oh gosh, you're silly. Anyways, uh, it, this is from Black Craft Cult. They're a goth uh, clothing company, goth and occult clothing company. I also have a really nice rolling tray from them. I should have brought it. Yeah. But anyways, Black Craft Cult, uh, very popular. Uh, you know, with the girls. Oh really? Well, well, what is with uh, with all the goth girls? You know, goth girls back in the day were were rare. Now you, you now every girl's goth. I mean, what, what I mean, what happened? <laughs> black? Is that why if you're goth, if you are black? every girl I meet is a witch. She's she's right. uh she she's slaying dragons. You know, uh, they love horror movies. I mean, wow. no, no complaints or anything. But I mean, I think maybe have you dated any if, of these women that you've been meeting? Like, yeah, like, yeah. The, they don't work. <laughs> I guess not, because you're still single. Uh, most of them don't want to date. You know, they're oh. they're they're into their own shit right now, just like a lot of us. You know? oh, your horn, so, your your horns are not high enough. No, I guess I don't know. But anyways, uh, shout out to them. Thanks for watching, and you oh, know, Gracie's Gracie's goth too. You know, even though she doesn't admit it, <laughs> she's been into this bat stuff. I mean, for as long as I've known her, well, how do you know bats and and and. Uh, and vampires and uh, Dracula, you know. I still think she's a vampire. <laughs> I love giving hickeys. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means, but anyways. Well, oh, we, you know, we, you we bite we... in the neck, a hickey, so <coughs> You're sucking the blood. That's what a hickey is. We saw a cool uh, vampire movie. Oh yeah, that was that was funny. It was like cholos versus vampires, pretty much. Right? Oh yeah, it was Boyle Heights. <laughs> They weren't cholos, but they were they from Boyle Heights. Cholos. They were from Boyle Heights, they were Boyle you know, Heights. Uh, uh, and there was these vampires basically from like Beverly Hills, and they were trying to invade Boyle Heights. You couldn't can't invade Boyle Heights yeah, uh -uh. because they figured out how to how to kill them. And what was it called? Teeth mouth. And it was called night teeth. Oh, night teeth. Yeah. Gracie just found it random, and I said, "Fuck it, let's watch it." That's and, right. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Did your mom enjoy it? My mom liked it. Okay. Yeah, um, I think she did. <laughs> oh yeah, she didn't get up and leave. Yeah, she didn't fall asleep, and she laughed a few times and said, yeah. "Oh my God, what the hell is that?" It's so that it, means good. That's good. And it, and it, it was Boyle Heights, so you know it was um, Sorry. Latinos. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, you gotta watch it. You know, I wish I knew the names of the actors. But oh, yeah. anyways, check it out on Netflix. It's called Night Teeth. It was a fun watch. Oh, I, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox is in there for a, uh, minute. For, for a minute. For a minute. And then it's like they I don't think they used her well. You no. know, I mean, come on. Why 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 would you use her just for that? 
Yeah. Uh, she was like kind of like a. I don't even know what the hell she was. Was she a queen vampire? Was she did, his partner? If you, okay, if you notice, um, the driver had a list of places they were going to stop. Uh huh. So every stop they were going to kill somebody. Right. So she was. So every stop was a leader of the their group. Mm-hmm. So she was a leader of the group. Okay. And so they were going. So she ends them. up. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah. She ends up getting killed, but well, you don't everybody. see it. You don't see it. Yeah, you don't see her getting killed. You it's just like, see her just... why why waste that, you know? Um, we could have seen her, you know, get her head chopped off or something really gruesome. Not saying that we want to see that, but it would have been cool, right? Well, and I'm pretty sure she would have. But the movie wasn't that gruesome. They didn't, like, do a lot of throwing up. <clears throat> throwing up. I guess so. A lot of, they were just, like, a lot of fighting and blood. It wasn't really that gory. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right about that. And, uh. I mean, she she's in another movie called Jennifer's Body, which I really like. That's oh, okay. a corny horror movie too, and it totally works. But anyways, uh, yeah, Night Teeth. Did you see any other movies this week? Oh, uh, I saw a movie and I forgot the name of it. It's called Spine of of Death or something. Oh, <laughs> it, I'll, I'll figure out the name. I'll put it on there uh, on our YouTube channel. I, I rented it. And what oh, it is, it. is it's a new movie and it's a rotoscope movie. It does, it uses rotoscoping. What the hell is that? It's when they take the actors, they're, you know, doing the scene, like uh-huh. let's say Gracie and us were actually here. And then they take that footage and then they animate over it. Oh, wow. Nice. So if you've ever seen A Waking Life, that's, does it, a movie called uh, Scanner Darkly does it. And you probably can get that on a Snapchat too, huh? And then... All of those older, like those, uh, the, the Robert Zemeckis movies that came out, like A Christmas Carol and The Polar Express uses that. So they're actual actors acting and then they just animate over them. Uh-huh. So what's what's cool about that is, is, you know, you see actors that you know, like you know Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. But they're being animated and then their faces can, I don't know, you know, stretch and do oh, all okay. kinds of like weird shit. But in this movie... It just ends up looking like bad animation. It just, um, <laughs> really? you know, because I don't, I mean, I don't know who anybody is. And then in one, at one scene, uh, Patton Oswalt uh, does a, a voice. And it's Patton Oswalt being Patton Oswalt, but the character isn't him, you know. it's you just it's, know the voice. Yeah, so it's just like, well, okay, well, why did they do it that way? Why couldn't they just animate it and then have him come in and do it? I don't know how they did that. Yeah. But anyways, it's really gruesome. It's uh, it reminded me of that movie Heavy Metal. Do you remember Heavy Metal? No. Oh come on. I don't think so. Heavy Metal was a movie that came out in the eighties, and it was all animated, and it was kind of like a, a a space adventure. There was nudity, and things like that. Uh, John Candy does a voice in there, and it reminded me of that kind of animation. So I mean, it, it didn't suck. I just thought you know the the animation was weird and there's a lot there's a lot of nudity in this movie i forgot the damn names well and so he suggested because you know remember last week he had clockwork orange the album the lp right and he's going i know you saw that movie and i'm like no i don't think so he goes i know you saw that movie well come to find out i have never seen she's that never movie. seen it i've I never seen it um maybe i started watching it at one point and i turned it off because it was like kind of okay but this time i committed to watch it right and you know it's kind of cool. He went to a milk bar to drink milk, to let leche. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think of this classic? This classic was so bizarre. Mm-hmm. It was just there was like a lot of nude, nude. There was a lot of nude in it. Nudery, nude. Wait, nude. There was a lot of naked people in it. Naked women in it. And you know it's like 
and it was like I don't know. There was a lot of naked people in it. But um, well, you know what? Naked women. They didn't even show no no naked men in the movie. It I was, think you see Malcolm McDowell's wang for like a minute. Oh, that was a minute. I probably fell asleep. No, no, I'm playing around. I didn't fall asleep. Really? I, I actually watched the whole movie from beginning to end, and then I understood what was going on. Like he was a killer, and he was like nuts. So he went. He had to go to prison because he killed somebody. But then he went to do an experiment, and they kind of made him like, oh, he's normal now. So they let him out because he was normal now. Well, it's funny you the way you, you see it. I mean, and that's fine. You know, well, uh, yeah. I mean, to me, it's like it's a story of a teenager who's, you know, goes, at, you know, he's a bad boy. Yeah. And society tries to to change him and make him good with this experimental in thing. prison. He got, that was in prison. Um, well, it wasn't in prison. He got out of prison. No. In order to get he qualified oh, to yeah. get out of prison. Oh, yeah. To, to go into that yeah. treatment. OK. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But anyways, it's based on a book uh, that came out in the 60s, and it takes place in, what was it, like 1997? Oh, really? Yeah, it's the future. Oh, wow. You're you're seeing a movie about the future from the point of view. Oh, I didn't realize that. That I didn't realize that I was watching a movie from the future. Yeah, it's the future, and it's run by gangs. No, okay. You know, and you saw the gangs. Did you get the whole gang part? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all gangs and, you know, stuff like that, and... And this is Stanley Kubrick, okay? The movie he made before was 2001, Space Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And the movie he made after was The Shining. So, yeah, I mean, this is a legendary movie. (laughs) Okay. But anyway. Gracie didn't think so. Not impressed, I guess. No, not really. Oh, God. I mean, it was interesting. I did watch the whole thing. I didn't fall asleep. I watched it from beginning to end. And I I just watched it. And it was like, well, okay. What can I say? <laughs> I'm not as big as a movie buff as you are. Yeah, but it's just, you know, uh, anyways, yeah, uh, not everybody no. liked it. I mean, not well, everybody yeah. likes it. I mean, exactly. it's a hard movie to watch. Okay. I remember oh, the first time hard. I showed, uh, I forgot, I think I showed my cousin, my younger cousin. Uh-huh. And he just turned to me halfway and he's like, what the fuck are you making me watch, man? <laughs> well, like my, my sister said, that was, that was her husband's favorite movie. He loved that <clears throat> movie. Yeah, I mean, and she the, said she could only watch it a little bit, and then she had to leave. She couldn't watch. She just couldn't get into it either. So it has to be a movie that you you say you're gonna sit and watch it because you know what? It's so freaking bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, okay, what's going on? But you know what? But you know, it's, the, but like, it, you, it, it's it, the future, and it's actually made in the '70s. So yeah, yeah. So, anyways, there's that. That's our movie. <laughs> that's our movie. It's a little movie. Uh, our movie thing. critics. Our uh, movie, uh, are we gonna do that now? <laughs> I know. Uh, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah. We, we we can if we want. But well, just... did, did I ever tell you Malcolm McDowell went into Joe's for uh, for brunch one day? It was the day that I hardly ever worked brunch over there. And the day I did, uh, he was there and he was like just like within complete view of, of me. <laughs> and he's just wearing his sunglasses the entire time. And it's him. And have you seen him like nowadays? I mean, he has no. white, white hair and no. it's kind of, you know, spiky. And I mean, he's here. He's wearing all black and these big black sunglasses right in the corner of the entire restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, if you don't want to be seen. That's not the way to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, what, what do you think about people wearing sunglasses at night? Uh, well, they're cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how you can see because I know if I have my sunglasses at night, 
I would not be able to see. Okay, well, look, I got to tell the story. I have to tell this story. Oh, I, wait, is it, it came, it'd be like 20 years ago. Oh, I know a story you 30 tell. years ago when I met Gracie. I was going to say that story too. <laughs> I think I'll tell it a little better. Yeah. Okay. You know, her, her daughter was, was a cheerleader yeah. and, you know, very popular and popular cheerleaders get their houses egged and toilet paper. All right. Yeah. And there's a lot of boys that would come over and, you know, toilet paper and then one night, you know, we all stayed here. We we're like, we're going to get these motherfuckers, right? And we were up all night. And sure enough, they, they, they came and we heard them. And we <laughs> ran out there and we scared the shit out of them. And I think I yelled. And uh, our, our late friend Marco had a BB gun. And he was like, next time, motherfuckers, we're going to earn I'm kidding. But anyways, we scared him away. And the whole time, Gracie's out there at one in the morning with her sunglasses. I know, like, how come I can't see? Yeah, so, so she's like, you know, she's wearing her sunglasses, and we're, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm like, you know, uh, why, why is she doing that? You know, she, she doesn't want the toilet papers to not recognize her. Is it because she was asleep? And then all of a sudden she starts going, gosh, I can't see. And we're looking at her, we're like, seriously? She's like, yeah, I can't see. I mean, what's wrong with these glasses? And I'm like, well, oh why don't you take a look at them? And she goes, oh, they're the wrong ones. I had my sunglasses on. She thought she grabbed her, her glasses, glasses. You know, she ran out in a hurry. Yeah, she grabs her see. glasses and she puts them on. Because I want to see who it was. So I could tell, tell Jessica, okay, these are the people that were, you know, paper in our house. And I could see crap, and I'm and like, we're out there running around and shit. And we look over at Gracie, and she's got her sunglasses on. And I'm like, oh well, I mean, she's probably trying to scare them off. <laughs> you know, she's trying to come out there looking cool. Like, look at me, motherfuckers! I can wear sunglasses at night. And no, it turns out she thought she was wearing her glasses. Yeah, you know, Jessica's birthday's this weekend. Oh wow, she's gonna be forty. Oh my god, I've Wait, known her since 41. she was sixteen. 41. She'll be 41. She'll be 41, yes. Oh, you know what? She's the age. She's the age is when I met you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that's crazy, huh? Wow. Kind of. Well, nothing's crazier than what we're about to eat. That's right. So anyway, I found this. I've been looking for this for a while, Uh and I finally found it. What is it? It's pizza, and the crust is made out of chicken. Oh, my God. So I hopefully I made it crispy enough, but I, you know, who knows? And then I found this other one at um, grocery outlet. Okay, grocery outlet. And it's chickpeas. Grocery outlet, bargain market. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's okay. You always sing that song when I buy something. It's chickpeas, is the crust. This is a chickpea crust. Yeah. Okay. And I like how this one, the chicken crust one, says. Uh, pizza is back. Motherfuckers, it never left. <laughs> so we're going to try this pizza. We're going to try this pizza with these weird-ass crusts. Yeah. And uh, the chicken one is from Foster Farms. And I have to say this. The chickpea one is from Bonza. If you haven't heard of Bonza, it's it, it's not bad. It's a, No, you know what? I've had the pasta, and it's really good. It's a pasta, and now it's a pizza-like alternative. And they make their their stuff with with chickpeas. Yeah. It's a chickpea crust, and so, uh, they make chickpea pasta. So what's first? Let's try the chicken crust. It, it's I think I should have cooked a bit longer, but you know. This is the chicken crust. Yeah. Uh, really? Uh huh. 
And it's also called Smart Crust. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be better if it was warmer. It looks like a real crust. It like doesn't look like chicken, but wait. It tastes like chicken though, like a chicken nugget. Mmm. Tastes like a chicken nugget. Yeah. You know what it is? What? <clears throat> it's a chicken cutlet that's had the shit pounded out of it really flat. Mm -hmm. They cut it into a circle and they make it into pizza. It's like eating chicken parmesan, basically. Yeah. And then here's the um This is the chickpea one. Yeah. I'm still I'm still eating this one. This is not bad. It's not great, but um I guess it's a good um you know, alternative to, um, to, uh, you know, the other kind of pizza. Anyways, hmm. what do you think? Gracie's already eating the other one. Thanks for, for getting into that. <laughs> um, it's okay. Anyways, what do you think of the chicken? First? I think it's good. I think I would like to cook it longer. Yeah, it's a little cold. Yeah. Here's the uh, chickpea. Looks pretty good. Pretty good. Mmm. I think it's pretty good. Mmm. Not bad. Mm -mm. Look, it's a good alternative. I I'm not knocking it at all. You're yeah. trying to low carb it. Yeah. You're trying to uh, you know be on a diet, whatever. This has um, it's gluten free, of course. 16 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. Crust is made from chickpeas, and you know what? It's not bad. Not bad at all. Not at all. I like the chickpea one better than the chicken thing. Oh, yeah, me too. The chicken crust pizza is um, a terrible chicken parmesan is what it is. Yeah. It's not a pizza. Uh, this bonza stuff is definitely a pizza. Uh-huh. It's crunchy and it's got the whole crust. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's that. That's that. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyways, very good. Yeah, that's our pizza. That's our pizza. <laughs> I wish I had something to drink. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you say you want something to drink. Mm -hmm. Because for the 99 cent store, 99, 99, I got some drinks. All right. And there's zero, zero sugar. Tampico. Oh, my God. Tampico. Tampico, that's that shit that uh, you buy at the, the store that's next to all the orange. It's the fake orange juice. Yeah, and it's, so I thought. So it's I'm, terrible. Since I'm having fake orange juice, I think I'm about to have some Kool-Aid. So I got Kool-Aid. Okay. And it's purple. Okay, this is the 99 oh, cent store stuff? Oh, yeah. So um, Why Tampico? I mean. Because I thought, you know what? I was thinking about getting that real Tampico. So this is uh, Mango Punch. So what? The, okay, what these are? These are these are little singles that you put in your water bottle. Yeah, and and they're sugar free. Okay, that's that's cool. So what I did is, like, instead of getting all these cups and stuff, I just got a a straw for you and a straw for me. So you're the uh, blue straw, and I'm the pink straw. So let all me. All right. Why am I? Why? Okay, whatever. We're just gonna try it. Look at this is Kool Aid Retro. She left all that out. Mm-hmm. She left all that stuff out, all the good stuff. Mm. It's Kool-Aid Retro, and the flavor is Purple Saurus Rex. Okay. Mm. So this is like the worst shit you can ever drink. This is the worst stuff you could give to your children. This is the Mango Punch. 
And uh, but it's uh, zero sugar in these yeah. packets at the ninety nine cent store. They have so many of them. I just want it. I don't know what to pick. Yeah, it tastes the same. Really? Try that. And like one. I said, Tampico is the worst thing you can give your kids. It's fake orange juice. I mean, it's it's worse than sunny. Tampico is the Mexican sunny delight. Okay. Oh. And um, so here it is in these sugar free singles to go packets, and this isn't even orange flavor. It's mango, mango. punch. Mm, this Kool-Aid tastes like it doesn't have sugar in it. You know, like when you uh, make regular Kool-Aid and it has like the little tang. Mm -hmm. That's what this one tastes like without the. Okay, well, here's what I think about this. Here's my verdict. Don't drink this crap, even if it's zero sugar. Just hold on to these cool boxes. I mean, it's 99 cents. It says Kool-Aid Retro. And it's got the Kool-Aid guy there with a with a purple dinosaur for fuck's sake. Yeah. Eating all these berries and it says purple saurus rex. Um I would keep the box and throw the Kool-Aid in the garbage. Oh yeah. Do you want more of that punch? Uh no, I do not want more of this shit. By the way, wasn't like, you know, the Kool-Aid guy is like the scariest thing ever. I mean, you know, why would kids wanna like, you know, be excited about the cool about a big thing crashing through your house and going, oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> oh, the Kool Aid Man, yeah, Kool Aid Man. Anyways, uh, shout out to him, shout out to the Kool Aid Man. Do you know anybody with Kool Aid Man uh, tattoos? No, do you? No, I bet I'm sure people have it. There, there's definitely, uh, definitely my... somebody out there. You know what? There has to be somebody with a Kool Aid tattoo. Right. Should I Google it? Why don't you Google it, and then we'll uh, let this food go down, and we'll take a little break. Okay. And we're back. Yes. And I did find some tattoos of the Kool-Aid Man. Yes, she did. Kool-Aid Man tattoos. These actually look really, really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> So she's out. showing them to the studio audience right now. But, you know, it's a Kool-Aid man tattoo. They're all, I see that they're all red. Yeah. Uh, I, I, why isn't there, like, more, like, you know, different colors? You know, like somebody over there, like, representing the purple fucking Kool-Aid or, I don't know, orange. Um, it's all red. Yeah, they're all red. And I think that's enough. I don't need to show anymore. I forgot my friend Carlos, shout out to him. He has, oh, uh, has a, it on his a lot of artwork in oh. his backyard. This guy has it on his back, but my camera. And he uh, has a Kool Aid man back there on the, uh, his wall. Oh, wow. Yeah, my friend Carlos. That's cool. Yeah. He has a. Uh... She wasn't listening. But yes, anyways, I was. Uh, your friend has a bunch of artwork on his wall. And I yeah, was thinking he's got that the Kool Aid cool. man. He's got the Kool Aid man back there. Anyways, yeah. I think it's his, his, uh, his icon on his um, on SoCal Tennis Pros. By the way, go ahead and follow them. Everybody, I was shout to, out to them. I was trying to think of their name one day, and I was like, could not think of the name. SoCal Tennis Pros uh, and his other band, uh, Dry Wallero, is uh, doing a lot of shows. So we got to go see them. Speaking of shows, here's the update on our friend Isaac Flaco Martinez's show. It's still on. Uh, he may not be able to perform, though, because of his health. But we're, uh, that's number one right now. He yeah. needs to get better. We don't care about if he doesn't do a show or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he, he'll he'll get his show done uh, one day, one way or another. Uh, but anyways, shout out to our friend Isaac. 
I'll probably be seeing him sometime this week. And uh, yeah, and we'll keep you informed on that show, that Flappers show in Burbank, November 21st. There's going to be a bunch of other comics there. Yeah, I'm not on it. <laughs> Fuck you, Flacco. <laughs> Um, I'm just playing around. So, yeah. Anyways, do you want to introduce somebody? Somebody's coming over here. Why don't oh, you wow. pick her up and introduce her? Okay. We've, See, got a, we've got a new kitty. A new kitty's around. And it's a calico-colored kitty. Look how nice she is. Oh, my gosh. And her name is Honey. Well, we changed it. Oh, God. There goes your collectible. Yeah, there goes my collectible. <laughs> it's uh, Every time I would come over here to the, to, to the studio. Ooh, look at that moth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she started greeting me. Yeah, she'd you know, greet she, everybody that was walk that would park and come, and she'd greet them. You know, and then she, she was would, outside all the time. Uh huh. Never and came in the house. Greet us at the, uh, you know, at the, at the uh, curb. Yeah. And then at the porch. Yeah. And then she just started making her porch, you know, her home, right? Yeah, and we had she was we had like a little bed in there and a blanket. And so we were trying to find out. We kept on telling my sister. My sister had got the chip number. And she came on saying, well, it's not right. And we kept on telling her, go get it. Go. So weeks have gone by. And my sister still didn't go to the Well, owner. the thing is, is, you know, they finally found the owner. Oh, like a month later. You know, they, they, they found the owner. And the owner basically said, you know what? She already got used to you guys. No. Or is that how it worked? No, that's not how it worked. They came, They were so excited to find her. They said she already has her shots. She's already fit. Well, yeah, of course. And they and they they were so happy. And her name was Mixie. And they were so happy to find her that they right away when they um we they emailed and we phoned had the phone call. She goes, oh, we're gonna go pick her up right now. When they read the email and called my sister, and said, hey, we're picking her up right now because they were so excited to get <laughs> their cat back. Negative. <laughs> huh? Nothing. Continue to get their cat back. So they were so excited. So they came to pick up the cat and um, they took their cat to their house. And then you want to tell the rest of the story? Then? Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, she, know. the cat and got used to them it got, and it ended up missing them, getting a little fussy, crying, I guess. For two days. For two days. And they're like, you know what? Something's wrong. I think it, I think she wants to go back. Yeah. And they said she was mean. They, she was mean over there. So anyways... She's back, and she's uh, she's our she's ours. She's really friendly. She's very friendly. She's uh, sitting over by my uh, records, and I already put a little collar on her. It's a Mandalore. It's a Baby Yoda um, collar. Yeah. So, anyways, there's our cat. There's the cat moment, everybody. The cat moment. <laughs> Is that going to be part of the show now? I don't know. Do we have to have like little like things? You know, like segments of animals i think we do i think it makes it more fun to have an animal segment or to have any kind of segment you know even as corny as it is yeah so um, that's our cat story so now we have a cat but this cat likes to go outside a lot so it's kind of nice that she's not in the house 24 7 yeah she's like outside but then our other cat who never goes outside is probably getting jealous like why can i go outside yeah that's the producer of the show yeah the producer we have him locked up today because we had food and we weren't in the mood to have him jump on the table yes but so. anyways uh what, what did the cat knock down oh my collectible Ooh, what's the collectible my collectible i don't even know where i can't remember where i got this probably at the 99 cent store because i thought it was cool okay uh, good but good anyway, more 99 cent store stuff it's um cosby stills and nash wine oh really yeah and i'm sure the wine's not very good well uh, okay is there a date on here can you see the <laughs> well, date let me like see. a date let me hold this up to uh 
over there. Uh, 1996 Premium California Red Wine, and it's Crosby Stills uh, Nash. It's their wine. I didn't know they had a, had a wine. Uh, I know, um, shoot, every everybody has a wine, don't yeah. they? Every, every, every tequila. Rock, rock star has wine. Wine, tequila. And so does Crosby Stills Nash. And you can find it at the 99 cent store. Yeah, but that was probably like 10 years ago. 10 years ago you bought this? Probably. Oh, yeah, I bought it at least 10 years ago. It's got the classic, you know, CSN logo. I got a trivia question for you, Gracie. Who designed, uh, a question for all you graphic designers, who designed this uh, CSN uh, logo? Share. No. <laughs> I have no idea. And I think he designed the CSNY logo as well. Crosby Stills Nash Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I'll give you a hint. He's a comedian. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, another hint. He's no longer with us. Uh, um, third hint. He was on Saturday Night Live. I don't know. Phil Hartman. Oh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was, you know, he did graphic design, you know, before he got into comedy. I think that's the whole story. Uh, I'm sure you could Google all that stuff, Wikipedia. Uh, But yeah, he designed the CSNY logo or the CSN logo or both or something like that. But anyways, uh, why don't you open that up, Gracie, and uh, give it a try? Please, I don't drink wine. (laughs) Ten-year-old wine. It's probably older than ten years. Say it's from 96. Like 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, that's a lot oh, older. I, I got to be right back because that cat is scratching my furniture. Oh, wow. That's so hilarious. The cat is tearing Gracie's leopard oh. furniture apart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family, honey. Oh, <laughs> she's throwing the cat out. Wow, she tore the fuck up out of her couch. Gracie, what are you going to do? No, she didn't. But I Oh, I just kept on hearing her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's scratching the furniture. Yeah. She probably wanted to go out. She really likes being outside. She yeah. likes the porch. She's got her little bed there and oh, her she food. Doesn't like, she doesn't like that new bed. She hasn't even sat on that new bed. You guys bought her a new bed, and she didn't like it. No, well, my sister bought her a new bed, and she didn't like it. She likes the chair with the blankets. And the old bed. The old bed was little. Wow. I know. Anyways, uh, okay. You said 1996 you bought that wine? It's way over 10 years old, Gracie. Well, yeah, I know. But I'm sure I didn't buy it in 96. But I'm just going to say, hey, I bought it at 96. Because you you bought it at the 99 cent store 10 years ago. Uh, Probably longer than 10 years ago. I really don't know. I just said 10 years ago. And what made you buy that? Because I thought it was cool. <laughs> and I go, hey, this could be a collectible. You don't even like, uh, do, you, do you like uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash? No. <laughs> I don't even know what they play. <laughs> I just know. Like, why do why? I just know one of them got um, Melissa Lethbridge. What's her name? Melissa. Melissa Etheridge. Has a kid from one. Yes. Uh, that's David Crosby. Yeah. Um, uh, I love David Crosby. I love Crosby, Stills, Nash. Um, I should have told you. You could have had. I should. A- I should have brought one of their albums. You uh, have today. one of their albums. Yeah, I have their first one. I have their oh, wow. their, their first one. Uh, pretty much the only one I I, I kind of like. I didn't get too much into CSNY, you know, with Neil Young, uh, David Crosby, um, Stephen Stills, Graham Nash. Uh, we saw Melissa Etheridge sing a Janis Joplin song probably like 
five feet away. I had to escort her one time. Right. And then and on, um, I think it was stand up for cancer. Okay. And I was her uh, talent escort. What was she like? She was very nice. Okay. She so, just had, she that's when she had the baby. Uh-huh. And you know what? It was a trip because she had of course she has a nanny. And um they were instead of they were talking to the baby in sign language. So when it was like a, you know, this something what it meant no and this and that. So they um were teaching the baby sign language. That's, and that's that was kind of a way to um I don't know, some kind of they're creating a super baby is what they're doing. I mean or anyways, back to Melissa's performance of a uh, piece of my heart we saw it like i swear she was like five feet away from us it was at the grammys uh, 2004 or five i think and gracie got us in there because we were seat fillers yeah and we were part of the the stage oh because... but then but you didn't sit but you didn't sit by me remember they separated us and you sat somewhere else well it doesn't matter well it doesn't but... matter it doesn't matter the point is is that we were on stage with the performers. Yeah, and that's... Uh, we were part of the... They wanted to make it look yeah. like there was a rock audience back there. Yeah, and then um, that's when I got Paul McCartney's guitar pick. Yeah. With that Grammys, because I was on the stage. Right. So mm. I already showed that in the show. I don't think that was... I think that was a different show. No, that was... The, I've only sat on the... Um, with you. I've only... Because they separated us, and you were, like, on the other side. Because yeah, Paul McCartney... I don't was know Paul if, McCartney on that show? No. Okay, then it was another show. Then. Yeah, it had to be another show. Another Paul Grammy. McCartney was not on that show. Really? Melissa Etheridge was on there doing a tribute to Janis Joplin. And, yeah, she had just had, like, the chemo and stuff. So, you know, I think that was the first time she came out in public like that with, mm-hmm. with, with the bald head. Anyways, of course, she fucking killed it. You know, she ripped that song and uh, got a standing ovation. I think that's the only time in the in the broadcast where you could see me, you know, kind of doing this or oh, something wow. like that. Cool. Also, oh, if you uh, go back and go to YouTube or something to watch her performance. Melissa Etheridge performance at the, I forgot what year it was, 2006 Grammys. Oh, yeah. Um, you can have, have, uh, have to YouTube that and just see. And maybe put it yourself. at the end of the YouTube video. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it'll, it'll yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, man. yeah, you can. See if you can find it. I mean, it. it's not clear, but I know it's me because well, you, I what, remember what I was wearing. But what you can shit. do is like when you um, do it, circle yourself. Yeah. So people know that's you. Well, what do you think this is? What, DreamWorks over here or some shit? You, you know, can't you think we got that, that kind of technology. Oh, oh wait. You know, you know what Calm you can do? down there. Oh, you know what you do? You know when you do a blast, you can blast on your head. That's a better idea. <laughs> That's the night I saw Scott Weiland too. And I said, Scott! And he acknowledged me. We <laughs> saw him a lot of times. Yeah. He was a really good performer. Yes, he was. He was a legend. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> anyway, speaking of music and legends, let's do this shit. It's vital time. Vital. Vital moments. So, you know, I could, you know, I always come on here and uh, you know, brag about all the shit I have. Can I tell you a story? I call it bragging. <laughs> and, and, and I always talk about how phenomenal everything is, yeah, right? exactly. And how phenomenal it looks and all that yes, kind of exactly. stuff. exactly. You just repeat yourself. How does this stuff really sound, you know? So this is going to be one of those uh, vinyl moments. I'm going to tell you how some of the stuff sounds. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some bad-sounding records. <laughs> oh, wow. And then I'm going to show you some great-sounding So basically, records, you're going to okay? say, these are the records I got ripped up on? Mm, nope. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. What were you gonna say? I well, I was well after you finished the first one. I have a little story. 
why don't you go with the, the story? Well, you have to show the first first one. Okay, first first. No, one. not that one. The other one that I thought you were going to do first. I thought you were doing that one first. Well, because I just want to rip through these. I'm not. Okay, gonna... well, do the, the that one. How about I just do it the way I want to do it? Okay, well, I interrupt <laughs> you when I'll interrupt you when I have that story that I want to say. Look it. Um, I bought this from a record store. This is from Record Store Day. Uh, this uh, this year, the first mm -hmm. one. Look, the album artwork is awesome. Uh, it comes in this, uh, you know, blue or excuse me, green and uh, red uh, vinyl. I'm talking about Rage Against the Machine live in Mexico City. Uh, it looks amazing. And while I appreciate, you know, the dynamics of it, you know, you can hear you can hear mistakes. You know, uh, you can hear everything that Tom does. You can hear every pluck I didn't know on Tim's bass. Uh, it, it just sounds really flat. I mean, mm -hmm. it sounds like uh, there's there's a guy on on YouTube who said it sounds like they recorded it through a tin can or oh, something wow. like that. And <laughs> but look, did I get ripped off like Gracie wants to celebrate? I'm no, celebrate. I'm this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece of art. It's still um, a, a moment in time. It's a piece of history. Uh, it may sound like shit to me, but I bet if I played it to somebody else, it'd be like, oh hell yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. therefore I can resell it, you know, to somebody, but no, I'm not, I'm keeping it. And, but anyways, that was kind of, it was a little disappointing. So there's, there's that record. Uh, let me get to this other record that you're dying for me to get to. And it's, I saw it, I thought it was funny. Okay. It was it's a Fleetwood Mac rumors, Taiwan version. <laughs> it's a Taiwan pressing. So I just thought it was interesting and it comes, it doesn't come in, in, on a, in what you call a jacket. It's more of a sleeve and it's like a paper sleeve. Oh like wow. A, yeah. It's basically it's basically a piece of paper, you know. And I played it and I didn't have high hopes, okay? Uh it sounds like shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I started laughing. It sounds like uh I mean like AM radio, you know, but still, I thought it was a weird copy to have and I got it and I'm not going to get rid of it and there it is. I mean, so let me tell you about Fleetwood Mac story. Okay, so when I, can't I used, wait to hear this. So when I uh, when I used to work at Rocket, um, those where they made rims, you know, Rocket rims. I don't know if anybody knows about them anymore. But anyway, um, we'd always we'd all listen to the radio, and in each department would be listening to the radio. And so when they would say, "Okay, you can win these albums, call up," so we would all just be calling up, and um, I won a set of Fleetwood Mac from that. You won a set of Fleetwood Mac. Mac albums, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, LPs? LPs. What year was this? Oh, gosh. I was high. I turned 21 there, so it must have been like 21. 80s. Yeah, 80s. Was I eight? It was in the 80s? I was. No, no, no. The late 70s. Yeah, late 70s. Yeah, it was late 70s. But anyway, I won. Probably when that album came out. You won a collection. Of Fleetwood Mac. So that means you had all their albums or yeah, something. Yeah, I did. You, but so I you... split them with the other girl because she's the one that was ringing the number. And then so she rang it to me. So we split the albums. So where are those albums today? I have no idea. Oh, somebody... man. Man. Anyways, I know. I... that means you would have had, I don't know if it would have been an original. I even won uh, Al Green albums, a set of Al Green. You know what? I, I take that back. It probably would have been an original Rumors, uh, their, their first album. Or how many was it total? I don't remember. I mean, because at that point, they only had two albums with this lineup, but they had, you know, two others with the uh, mm -hmm. 
with the older lineup. But anyways, that's a funny little copy there. Remember this one that I showed off? This Guns N' Roses limited edition translucent vinyl Target uh, special uh, blah, blah, blah. Sounds like shit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Sounds like shit. Okay. You um, got it at Target? Yeah. This was a, a Target exclusive. And that brings me to, to this. Also, look, it has specs on it. It has these little specs, and I already ran it through the the cleaner and all that. And they didn't uh, they didn't come off. That's part of the the, the pressing and all that. Sure, oh, I could wow. take sure I could take it back and all that. But why? It doesn't sound good anyways. And it uh, sounds even worse with those little uh, little bumps. I mean, it goes bump, bump. Oh, I wonder. Bump. I wonder if um, cause my daughter wants something from Target exclusive. I wonder if that's gonna be all messed up. Here, okay. Well, let me, that brings me to this: the whole uh, Target thing, and you know. There's, I don't know how many videos right now uh, of the vinyl community getting pissed off at Adele. And I don't blame them. Uh, Ten years ago, somebody like Adele, or five years ago, somebody like Adele or any artist wouldn't be ordering half a million vinyl albums to be put out onto the market because it just wasn't, there wasn't a market for it. Yeah, because CDs were there. And now that it's all popular, they're going extra and basically hogging up everything making it harder for more independent bands to get their stuff pressed because they got to wait for Adele. Oh, uh, it's like a, it's a monopoly basically. And it's all to get in on that market, you know, and take advantage of the market. And I want, it's going to be the biggest selling album of the year, no doubt, whether you download it or buy a CD. I, I don't know how many of these vinyl copies are going to happen, but the thing is, is, you know, the vinyl nerds hate it. I kind of hate it. Uh, I'm all about sound. I'm all about collecting because I want it to sound amazing. But these things seem to be more for just, these are, uh, this is memorabilia that they're yeah. creating. You know, they're creating memorabilia. It's it's like a, t it's just like another t-shirt, basically. It's not, it has nothing to do with the vinyl community. It's not for audiophiles. Um and there that's that there's my little mini rat but anyways good luck to adele and you know all that shit <laughs> and uh, i'm still going to be going to you know small record stores and things like that and maybe avoid all this target shit yeah but anyways remember the monkeys uh, record the the greatest hits yeah now i had this on cassette my mom bought it for me when we, you know when the monkeys was on tv and it was from like a TV company, you know, it wasn't like Warner Brothers mm -hmm. or like, you know, Sony Music or something. It was like some TV company offer. And so is this record. And I think it says, what is this shit? <laughs> Silver Eagle Records. I mean, I, I don't know who that is. But anyways, this was like a TV offer thing. And of course, it sounds terrible. You know, it sounds like um, like AM radio or something. <laughs> You know, it's very flat. There's there, there's no bass. There's, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. It's a collector's piece. It becomes a collector's piece for me because it has sentimental uh, value to me. By the way, there are over 3 million videos on YouTube uh, reviewing the new Let It Be box set. Wow. Including ours. Okay. Three point, I don't know how many million videos of you know the, the let it be unboxing how many people have showing seen it uh we have i think 30 okay. of those 
and that's something. And we want to thank our subscribers because we are at 39 now. <laughs> oh man, one more at 40. <laughs> one more 40. Let's do it, Let's guys. Do Let's it. do it. So now we go from the bad sounding to the very good sounding. Uh, I already showed this one off. Okay, this is a MoFi copy. This is for Mobile Fidelity Sound Labs. They only use the original tapes. Who is that? And who is that? And this is a copy of Super Tramp's uh, Breakfast oh. in America. Okay. Uh, MoFi, like I said, they only use the original tapes. And they make the record from that. They wow, do nice. um, all this beautiful shit. Like, check, this, check this shit out here. This is a copy of Asia. All right. Original. Steely Dan. Uh, I found this. I uh, paid five bucks for it. Oh, cool. And it's all original. Uh, Asia, the, the big uh, Steely Dan album, my favorite, probably. And this thing sounds fucking amazing. What a deal. I wanted to show you that because it was a deal. Okay? Five bucks. This next record was not a deal. <laughs> I overpaid like crazy for it. And I don't care because I found it. It's the Mobile Fidelity Sound Labs version of Run DMC's Raising Hell. All right. Original master recordings. This is the only uh, hip hop rap album in their collection. It got the MoFi treatment. I listened to it all weekend. I went crazy. I mean, it sounds. The first copy of this that I had. In 1988 or whatever was from the swap me the bootleg from the swap me we go from that to this right nice here. okay only three thousand of these were pressed oh wow okay they one. sold out immediately i've got number 2597 there nice it is one. the kings run dmc and uh two special editions to just original records uh gracie do you know who martin denny is nope Martin Denny, I guess, is known as like the king of exotica. Uh, for lack of better way of describing his music, uh, I want to say like, you know, like tiki kind of music or whatever, or like the music that burlesque dancers would have danced to back in the 50s. Oh, okay. Anyways, it's that kind of music. And I bought this from Glim's Vintage. Shout out to them. I bought one and then they gave me another one for free. They're like, hey man, just take another one. Here's some more Martin Denny for your collection. Oh, cool. And this one's called Quiet Village. The well, it looks like Hawaiian, like Hawaiian music. The, more like a tiki, exotica okay. style, loungy, bamboo lounge, uh, burlesque. Okay, Anyways, why are they here? Because they sound fucking awesome. I mean, when I played these, I was like, wow. Dancing around your room. I mean, this is um Liberty Records, you know, uh, original uh, prints from, from the 50s. And, I mean, they, they sound they sound hot, you know, as they say. The, uh, the soundstage on these is fucking huge. And uh, we'll play it one day and, you know, light a joint and uh, maybe dance. Maybe make some uh, cannabis tiki cocktails. Oh God! With our <laughs> with our zero sugar mixes, with our zero sugar mixes, fucking mixes from the not or not cent store, purple saurus rex. That's right. Let's have some Kool Aid. That's terrible. Kool Aid. Let's have some Kool Aid. Well, let's have some Kool Aid because uh, Gracie has to go. Gracie has a great uh, meeting tonight after the show. Very important one. Uh, I wish you luck on that. 
And uh, I wish you guys a great week. That's right. Have a great week. And we will see you um, next week. We'll see you next week. Uh, more updates on our friend Isaac and uh, more nuttiness, of course. Yeah. More records. Less cats. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week. I'm Gracie, the female comedian. I'm Glenn the Baker. Adios, amigos. <laughs>